Welcome to the ICFM Leadership Podcast, where we focus on empowering, equipping, and leading. We pray this message will bless and inspire you. Hi, everybody. It's Zachary Bigley. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Thank you, ICFM leaders, for allowing me the opportunity to share on today's podcast. Thank you to every pastor, evangelist, every leader or influencer that is listening today. Uh, for what you do. Thank you for bringing hope. Thank you for bringing encouragement. Thank you for bringing faith-filled messages to people in life. You know, in life, we go through stuff, right? Uh, If you're a leader and you've dealt with human beings for, for any portion of your life, you know that people go through stuff. It is what it is. And we are so blessed, really that's a good word, to be able to live in a life and to be surrounded by faith-filled messages and people that understand when we go through stuff that the end of this whole thing we go through, we win, right? Every storm has an expiration date. Every situation we face uh, has an ending and has a beginning. And the good news is as faith people, we can keep our focus on the end. You know, doesn't the scriptures teach us that Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith? Does it not talk about God being the Alpha and the Omega, right? He knows the end from the beginning. And so I just want to share with us today that if you're going through a storm or if you're leading people and you have people that are under your influence per se or under your your sphere, your circle, within your circle, that may be going through some some stuff, I want to encourage you or encourage you to encourage them that the storm is really, it's an indicator of blessing that's ahead, right? You know, you look at the scriptures, you can see multiple times throughout the scriptures, whenever there was a major attack or there was a major uh, I guess flat out demonic attack that tried to come against one of God's people, they were they were tried to get shut down, or they were thrown into a lion's den, or a decree was sent out to kill God's people. Whatever the story may be, you can look that when that dark moment came, it was right before a bright moment. And so I want to just encourage us today. Look, the storm is a clue. The storm <laughs> is a clue that something good is coming. Didn't Oral Roberts teach that to us so many years ago? Something good is going to happen to you today. My goodness, now I'm 40 years old, but I was taught that by Brother Mac, who, who Gober, if you guys are familiar with him, who learned that from Oral Roberts. You know, I'm a, I'm a couple generations down from Oral Roberts, but that still is affecting today, right? Something good is going to happen to me today. But then what if you're in the midst of a storm? What if you're in the midst of a tornado? What if you're in the midst of a blizzard and it seems like all you can see is the white snow coming down and you can't uh, see the road and you have to look at the telephone lines to make sure you're staying on track with the road? Have you ever been driving in a major snowstorm? You, you can relate to what I just said. Maybe you're in the midst of a of an earthquake. I used to live in California. I remember as a kid, the aftershocks, you know, the house starts shaking. My goodness, it's 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 a, it's a scary moment, perhaps as a 
as a child to be in in Ontario, California, where I used to live, and and the house starts shaking. You know, but it's one thing when you're in the midst of the stuff to be like, whoo, all right, God, help me out here. But as faith people, right, this is where we have to use our faith. This is where we have to stand strong when it doesn't look like things are necessarily going our way. That's what we have to keep in mind. We win. All right, so if you're in a storm today, if you've gone through a storm, if the people you're ministering to are in the midst of a storm, hey, be encouraged. It's only a clue. It's only an indicator that breakthrough is around the corner, that something good <laughs> is coming. Come on now. You know, the scriptures teach us in Matthew chapter 5, verse 45, doesn't it tell us that, uh, well, I'll just read it here in the, in the New Living Translation. It says, in that way, you'll be acting as true, true children of your Father in heaven. For he gives his sunlight to both the evil and the good, and he sends rain on the just and the unjust alike. You know, it, it's, it doesn't mean that as Christians, and especially as pastors, especially as faith people, right, that we're exempt from storms. Maybe one may say you get into uh, leadership and you begin to become a believer in Jesus, you, you might see an increase in storms. But the bottom line is just because we're saved, just because we're going living a life as a believer, spirit-filled believer, doesn't make us exempt from the storms or the trials or the demonic attacks that would try to come and slow us down or hinder us or whatever the case may be. Maybe maybe you can look in your life, you can look back over your ministry, and you can just reflect back on every time you had a major breakthrough. Was there a, was there a, a, a temptation to to doubt? Was there a storm that came up? Was there a church member that, that went squirrely? Or you know, if y'all use that word squirrely, meaning they just kind of, they kind of got wild. They kind of got off a little bit. Like what, what's going on? Why are you stirring up trouble? It, it, you know, <laughs> Nehemiah went to do the Lord's work. And then these, these people come and they try to stir up trouble. They try to get them to stop working. Right? So anytime we go to do things for the Lord, Go ahead and just just know, man, that the enemy is going to come and try to try to hinder it, kind of disrupt it. But the good news is, the storm has an expiration date. There's a there's a scripture in Psalm eighty one verse seven. It talks about in distress you called, and I delivered you. I answered you in the secret place of thunder. I tested you at the waters of Mirabah. Now I'm probably mispronouncing that word. And then it ends with Selah. But I think it's so cool to see this scripture here that in the midst of our distress, we can call out to God and he delivers us. And then it says he answered you in the secret place of thunder. Now, look, I'm not um, probably the, the most theological, hermeneutical, philosophical teacher. We got others that could probably break this down way better than me. But but my simple understanding of, of thunder connects it to a storm. Thunder and lightning are typically connected to a storm. You know, I think it's interesting to, to see that God is answering the person that called out in distress from the secret place of thunder. You know, in the midst of our storms, we can cry out to God, can't we? In the midst of our rain and lightning and thunder and all these different things that are going on with the storm, we can call out and God will answer. Have you ever gone through a storm and looked back and reflected and 
how much you actually learned. Maybe you learned about yourself. Maybe you learned about people. You, you, you found answers in the midst of that storm, right? Well, be encouraged today, man. Whatever you're going through, <laughs> you can call upon Jesus. And let's not let our pride as leaders and influencers keep us from calling out to God in the midst of our storms. Look, He is there to answer us in the midst of what we're going through. So, what was meant to destroy us? What was meant to hinder us, right? We can walk through it knowing that we're going to get to the other side. So, let me talk about some stuff today connected with storms. You know, if you look at how uh, the the stories of Jesus you see in the scriptures where uh, Jesus went through a storm with his disciples. Now someone can can go fact check me on this, but I I think that there are only two storms that are recorded in scripture that Jesus was going through with his disciples. I mean, literal actual rainstorms, and each time you see these storms go on that were recorded in scripture every single time the disciples in Jesus went through a storm they always reached the other side every time come on that right there should encourage us and we could probably press stop and, and go the rest of our day based on that every single storm that Jesus and his disciples went through together I think that's key right they went through together they all reach the other side. They all reach their destination. I believe one of the times that they were in the storm, they were headed one direction, one city or town, whatever it was. But by the time they got to the other side, they were in a different place. Now, look, sometimes we may go through a storm headed in one direction and we may find ourselves on the other side, but it may not be where we thought we were going. Now, that's a whole other sermon. But the bottom line is they got to the other side, right? What was meant to hinder them what was meant to stop them, what was meant to uh, instill fear in them and, and freak them out, they eventually got through it, and we'll talk a little bit about that, and they made it to the other side. One of those examples, one of those recorded stories is found over Mark chapter 4, and it's found in verse, starting in verse 35, we'll read it, it says, that evening Jesus said to his followers, come with me across the lake. Now that's important, right? Because Jesus is giving his disciples direction. Hey guys, let's go to the other side of the lake. Come with me across the lake. We're going to the other side. And you and I may be finding ourselves in prayer or in ministry or doing life together with God. And he's come to us and he says, hey, pastor, hey, leader, hey, son, hey, daughter. I want you to come with me. I want us to go to XYZ destination. All right, cool. We got it. Yes, Lord, here I am. Send me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, right? Verse 36. And he and the followers left the people there. They went in the boat that Jesus was already sitting in. There were other. There were also other boats with him. Verse 37. A very strong wind came up on the lake. The waves began coming over the sides and into the boat. It was almost full of water. Verse 38, Jesus was on, oh, excuse me, Jesus was at the back of the boat, look at this, sleeping with his head on a pillow. The followers went to him and woke him. They said, Teacher, do you know, do you care about us? We will drown. Jesus stood up and commanded the wind and the waves to stop. He said, Quiet, be still. Then the wind stopped. 
and the lake became calm. Jesus said to his followers, why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? The followers were very afraid (laughs) and asked each other, what kind of man is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. Now, there's a lot in that story, right? The bottom line, the main thing is Jesus said, hey, come with me across the lake. And they ended up making it to the other side of the lake. We see that. uh, We'll get into more of that in just a moment. But there's a lot within this little passage that we can learn from, right? And going through the midst of a storm. Number one, when Jesus gives a command, when Jesus gives direction, he believes that you and I are capable of accomplishing the very thing he's asked us or told us to do. Bottom line, right? So we step out in faith. We begin to cross to the other side, just like he said. But what happens when we're obeying the will of the Lord? I love this because none of them were being disobedient. They weren't going out there trying to rebel. They were doing the will of the Lord. And then a strong wind came upon the lake. And it wasn't just windy. It began to stir up waves. It began to rock the boat. Come on. Have you ever been in ministry? Have you ever been doing church? you ever been doing life? And all of a sudden, the boat gets to rocking. Things that are outside of your control, that are beyond your control, comes against you and starts rocking your boat. Come on, somebody. (laughs) Right? And then it begins to fill up the boat. The things that are outside that you're supposed to be dominating, you're supposed to be sailing on, now begin to get inside of the vessel that is carrying you to the other side. Come on, all kinds of types and shadows in that, right? So it begins to get in the boat. And what we see Jesus doing at the back of this boat is he was asleep with his head on a pillow. In the midst of a storm... Jesus was asleep on a pillow. He wasn't freaked out. He wasn't worrying. He wasn't crying. He wasn't fasting. He wasn't praying. He said, come with me across the lake. And then he went to sleep. I think that's so significant because Jesus was so confident that the father would get him to the other side of the lake, right? That he went into a place of rest. I think it's also interesting that he trusted his followers, his disciples, to do what they knew to do concerning sailing and getting the boat to the other side, the boating aspect. He trusted their ability to get to the other side. And so he went to sleep. He began to rest. And I think that's important for us as we go through trials, as we go through storms in life, right? To learn to rest in the promise of what God has spoken to us to do. Well, they, probably like most of us, the disciples, uh, when they begin to see the water getting into the boat, almost becoming full, they cried out to Jesus and they said, Teacher, do you care about us? We will drown. You ever gone in the midst of a storm? And come on, let's be honest. Have you ever cried out in the midst of a storm and said, God, do you even care? Like, do you even care about what's going on? And we may feel like that sometimes when we're going through the midst of a storm, but we got to not, even though we could probably relate more to the disciples in the story, we have to take upon the faith of Jesus in this side, in this story, and find that if Jesus spoke to us to do something, we can rest assured, look at that, that we will get to the other side. He gets up, and I'll be repeating myself if I go through the story again. The storm was quiet. He spoke to the wind. He commanded it to stop the waves, etc. 
And they did. And look what happens in Mark uh, chapter 5. They get to the other side, and they're immediately met, right, when they got out of the boat of the, by this man who came from the caves where dead people were buried. It was the, the, the man with the demons inside of him. And Jesus ends up going in there, and he uh, cast the demons out of this guy, right? And the guy was miraculously set free. The demons ended up going into the, into the pigs, right? And all of a sudden, this man gets delivered, gets set free. He, he was in his right mind. He was clothed. And he ends up all of a sudden wanting to uh, go with Jesus. But Jesus would not allow the man to go. And he says this, go home to your family and to your friends and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you. And the man ends up leaving and tells the people in the 10 towns about the great things Jesus had done for him. And the people were amazed. This man was over on the other side, full or or had all these evil spirits and just in bondage. And this storm was trying to stop them, Jesus and the disciples, from getting to the other side so this man could be set free and so that more people could hear about the amazing, great things that Jesus had done. Look, I won't keep you too much longer, but there's another story uh, over here in, in Matthew um, chapter 14. It's the other time that Jesus walked on water, right? He sends the disciples away, uh, has his disciples get into the boat. He told them to go ahead of them to the other side of the lake again. And if you know this story, this is where Jesus comes walking on the water. Peter's like, Lord, if it's you, bid me come. He ends up walking on the water, right? The whole story. And then I want you to notice something in that story as well. Peter sees the wind. He begins to sink. He cries out to the Lord to save him. He cried out to the Lord in the midst of the storm to save him. And Jesus did it. He reached out his hand, catches Peter, verse 31. He says, hey, you know, I'll put it in, in southern terms. Hey, man, your faith is small. Why'd you doubt? <laughs> I don't believe Jesus was like yelling at him and condemning him. But like, come on, man. Your faith is small. Why are you doubting? I told you, I told you to come on. I told you it was me. You, basically, you can do this, man. You can you can walk on water, right? And then they go back into the boat. And it was after they got back into the boat, the wind became calm. Sometimes when we go through a storm, it doesn't stop getting windy immediately. Anyway, they cried out and or, or begin to worship Jesus, right? And truly, you're the Son of God. And look at verse 34 of Matthew 14. After they crossed the lake, they came to the shore at Gennesaret, however you say that word. Y'all don't judge me too bad for my mispronunciation of these places or names or whatever. Verse 35, the people there saw Jesus and knew who he was. So they told the people all around there that Jesus had come. They brought all their sick to him. They begged Jesus to let them touch, to let them just touch the edge of his coat to be healed. And look at this. And all the sick people who touched it were healed. The boat was far away on the lake. The boat was having trouble because of the waves and the wind was blowing against it. Jesus comes walking on the water and then they ended up still making it to the other side. There was a storm that came right before they went to the other side of the lake where other people were healed. 
Both of the times in these storms, the disciples didn't comprehend what was going on. Both times the storm came, afterwards, there was a major breakthrough or a healing revival or a deliverance in a man that happened through Jesus and the people that he encountered. I could go through story after story after story in the Bible. Daniel in the lion's den. He goes in there. He's facing a trial. He's facing a tough situation. He kept faith in God, and the laws were changed. The law was changed in favor for God's people. Esther and Israel threatened to die. The very thing that was meant to destroy Mordecai was 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 used and, and destroyed the very one that came against him. And God's people were blessed. Come on, story after story. You got uh, Samson being attacked by a, by a lion. Suddenly, out of nowhere, this lion comes to attack him, and Samson destroys this lion, ends up eating honey from it. Oh, my goodness, there's a sermon in that, right? The very thing that came to attack you, you'll destroy by the power of God, and you'll begin to eat from the promises of God based upon the, the very thing that, that was meant to kill you. You ended up destroying and eating honey from it. Come on now. So pastors, leaders, influencers, the storm you're going through, don't look at it as a bad thing per se, though we understand there's <laughs> stuff you got to deal with. But look at the hope, look at the faith in all this, that, that it's a clue, it's an indicator that something good is on the other side. There, there's, there's breakthrough on the other side of this storm. There's, there's deliverance on the other side of this storm. There's a potential law that's being changed to your benefit, for, for the benefit of God's people. Look, as leaders, we got we to gotta just accept the fact that, that we're going to go through things, and sometimes the things that we go through isn't just for us. It's so that other people can see how we handled the situation. So other people can see that, man, if, if God got him through this, the testimonies that we'll have, he can do it for me. Come on, we got to understand that, that God is for us. Our job, our role, right, is to simply believe the promises that he's spoken to us. So let's be encouraged today. 2020, my goodness, what a year. Then 2021 came along. <laughs> it was like, hey, y'all, watch this for some of us maybe. And in spite of the things that have come against us, in spite of the storms, in spite of the obstacles, in spite of things, we can rest assured if God spoke it, it will come to pass in my life because I choose to believe, I choose to have faith in what God has said. That's what our forefathers in this Word of Faith movement have taught us, y'all, right? Only believe. Believe the Word. R.W. Shambach. Have faith in God. Come on now. All you need is faith in God, right? Or, Robert, something good is going to happen to you today. And then thank God, Brother Copeland reiterated and made this his tagline, and it's just a declaration of faith. Jesus is Lord. He's Lord of the waves. He's Lord of the storms. He's Lord of everything in our life. So let's trust him to see us through. Let's trust him 
to get us to the other side. Let's trust him and rest in the promises of God that if he said it, that settles it. I'll choose to believe it and I will see good in the midst of anything and everything that comes against me. That's our role as leaders. So listening to this, God bless you. Be encouraged to keep the faith. Be encouraged to resist the devil. Be encouraged to resist the spirit of Antichrist. Trust in the Lord Jesus. Trust in God. And know everything is going to be all right. God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you so much again for this wonderful opportunity. And I pray that something that was said today is an encouragement to you. Father, bless us. God, keep us. God, use us. And God, I thank you for your kindness and your mercy being with us all today as we go through life and as we endeavor to lead your people. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast. ICFM is an international fellowship of faith churches and ministries. If you would like more information on our fellowship and what it has to offer, then please visit us online at icfm.org. You can also take advantage of our resources on our ICFM app available on App Store, Google Play, Amazon, and Roku. We pray God's blessings over you as you continue to lead forward.